amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So the that first house was interesting. There was a lot going on. There's a lot of screaming. There was too much screaming. I think they might have been drunk. I think I accidentally sexually harassed them. That happens. That's okay. <laughs> uh, now that we've sobered up from that front lawn, let's uh, go to this next house over here. All right. Okay. <laughs> let's see. Do, 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 do. Trick, trick or, or treat. treat! Oh, look at you ladies and your cute little selves. Hello. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. How are you ladies? I'm great. Yeah. I love your costume. What Thank are you? you. I am actually the mayor from Halloween Town from the night before Christmas. <laughs> yep. Does your head spin? It does. Full Gemini mode. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hands of me, baby. <laughs> Jackie, what did you dress up this time as? I have face tattoos, and I'm painted really in shades of uh, white and gray, and I am Ghost Malone. (laughs) What are you? This time, I'm a sexy bowl of pho. Uh, It's just a regular bowl, but a little bit spicier. (laughs) No fishnets. No fishnets this time. We introduced each other's costumes. I mean, like, I'm Maggie. Oh, I'm Jackie. And we're from Ladies' Fright Podcast. Who who are you? Hello. As we come to your door. As, as you welcome to my abode. Um, my name is Celeste, and I am from the Taboos Podcast. Yay! Oh. What do you guys talk about on Taboos? Oh, girl, we talk about everything, but specifically high level. We talk about taboo culture with foul mouths and drinks in hand. We talk about shit that society wishes we probably didn't or that we don't talk about because it is, in fact, taboo. So really, just about anything that's important that should be talked about, we do exactly that. Excellent. I like that. Without fear. Yeah. Yeah. Well, (laughs) there is fear because we talk about some really scary shit sometimes. I very often say fuck Christopher Columbus and racists and (laughs) I'm not ashamed to say that. And yet, you know, there is like that little hesitation sometimes where you're like, this could definitely get me killed. I know. <laughs> oh, just waiting for the day. Yep. Waiting for the car bomb. Every time I turn on my car, I'm like, is this, a- is this the one? Take me today, please. <laughs> 
We do often complain about white men ruining everything on our podcast oh, as well. So. Just men in general. Shout yeah, out to my men. preamble episode because that's really what that entire episode is about. <laughs> Rich white men who ruined our lives, all of us. <laughs> Uh, we scream fuck the patriarchy a little too often felt <laughs> all the time and y'all are welcome on our show to do exactly that whenever you'd like to <laughs> we oh, would of course. love it we would love we, it we could just do an episode of us saying it in different ways real <laughs> like we're like it's word salad but we're having a conversation yeah like it's a slap poem <laughs> a slap poem <laughs> what I meant slam, but whatever. It's a slap. On Wednesdays, we take down the patriarchy with slap poems. Slap poetry. <laughs> That's when you just slap a man in the face. You say something artistic and you slap a man in the yeah, face. Is. Roses are red. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay. Well, we we did come knocking to your door this evening yes. for a trick or treat. So. Uh, May we have what you have to offer? <laughs> I don't know how to ask politely for things. Give us the shit you <laughs> offered. No, that we asked for. Oh, no. <laughs> so rude. Right? Trick-or-treating is really rude. It's really rude. Well, it's supposed to be rude, but we'll we'll talk about okay, finally yeah, on a different later. episode. <laughs> so I was really thinking about what scary story to tell you ladies today because I have a plethora of them. And I was really sitting with how authentic authentically scary and I'm, I'm really trying to understand how authentically scary you'd like the story to be really give us what you got okay it's spiritual scary I am a lot of things I am a very spiritual person I'm an empath I'm a healer I am a cosmic witch I am all kinds of magic okay as I'm even wearing my witch shirt totally on accident today <laughs> it says we're the we are the granddaughters of the witches that you weren't able to burn and my little celestial necklace and my magic. Okay, so anyway, this is the story I came to the conclusion of telling you guys, which I've never actually been able to articulate as fully as I am now because I've never been spiritually in a place to understand what the fuck happened to me. Mm -hmm. So here's that tale. Dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> This was last Halloween-ish. Some friends of mine and I did a witchy photo shoot. It was just for fun and silly, but like we were eclectic and baby witches at the time, absolutely without question. I had actually just identified that I was a cosmic witch and became attuned in Reiki 1. So I was like kind of opening up in general, like all kinds of shit and I don't know if you ladies are spiritual at all, and this isn't me preaching anything other than my experience, but when you go through different levels of ascension, you're very vulnerable because there's a lot of like old stuff, energy. We could describe it as like scabs that are falling off, and then that fresh skin is exposed. I didn't know that. I didn't know that, baby witch. And sitting in my living room, it was four friends and I, and we're just talking about witches and, and crazy powers and clairvoyance and just, just the, you know shooting the shit, witch talk. We're all idiots in this practice, but we know we feel something and we know we believe that we're capable of what we're talking about. Okay. So we're going to, we're going to call this woman Kitty because I don't feel comfortable using her real name. Okay. I'm just going to imagine her as the mother from that 70s show, by the that's way. That's absolutely fine. That's a really good look. That's, that's about, good. that's about the same. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she's not as, she's not as cute and fun. She's actually a backstabbing bitch, but oh. if, that, if you want to have that imagery. Bad energy, Kitty. Yeah. Nega Kitty. <laughs> Nega Kitty. <laughs> Story is that she 
she's telling us about her sleep paralysis. We, the, the question that was raised is like, what's the scariest shit that's ever happened to you, right? Just like we're talking about right now. It was this conversation, except we were all just like high on magic, honestly. And like, we had just done this really amazing body positive, sexy, witchy photo shoot. And also like our daughters got to participate. So like we had little witch stuff. We turned my garage into like this very fucking cool seance area and like took photos that way. It was just, it was so cool. So we're like all in the zone, very spiritually connected, whatever. Kitty starts telling this story about her sleep paralysis entity that shows up all the time. And she's telling me that her sons have it too. She has four sons. Three of her four sons also have it. And that she has shown up in her son's sleep paralysis dreams to help her sons kind of ward off this thing but she is where the thing started. She she identifies that she generationally has passed the sleep paralysis entity onto her kids, which is not uncommon. Generational trauma like that is so fucking real and so deep. So if y'all have some crazy shit going on, ask your parents. If they react badly, it's probably because they have it too. Neither here nor there. She's telling me about this, and I honestly, I can just feel myself very present in the room, and yet I'm not in the room at all. It was like I was in a movie, and Kitty is explaining what's going on, and I really recognize that my vision is fading from the room that I'm in, and I'm turning into like a movie, right? Which sounds so acid trip. I can't explain it in any way other than that, because I literally am watching her explain to me her dream her this repetitive thing this is this is the nightmare that haunts all of us but for her so we know every detail of this dream in and out right from the moment that our heart picks up in adrenaline to the moment we wake up screaming we know this dream inside and out so she's explaining it to me and i can see it to the point where i start telling her what the dream is and i we've never talked about this before but I'm narrating the movie for her, which includes her little sister. There's a couple different scenes of this quote unquote movie that I'm explaining. And every single one of them, this woman shows up. How I know she's a woman, I honestly can't even tell you. I just do. She just, she is this like old, terrifying, feminine, creepy old lady, soul sucking old lady feeling. Like the kind of lady who would bake children in an oven kind of lady, right? We've all heard that story. This lady is that energy. And she just feels like death, certain death. And it was so bizarre to me because as Kitty is telling me that I'm describing not only her dream correctly, but this thing correctly, I recognize that I am actually present in her dream as I'm talking about it this all clicks for me. And it was really scary. It was really intense. Not the energy that the thing brought at all, but instead the fact that I was there, that I had astroplaned into my friend's story and experience while we were all just sitting here chilling and being our best little witchy selves. You know what I mean? Just to be so caught off guard by that. And it was really fucking intense. After that night, apparently, Kitty and I aren't friends anymore. Before we broke up, she told me, not broke up like anything other than we're not fucking friends anymore. Friend but break friends, friends break up. Break up. Yeah. We get I it. Say, it's just as traumatic. I say break up with yeah. everybody that I literally break up with because that's what it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Before we broke up, she was telling me that she still has that night terror. She still has that sleep paralysis. But now when she has it, not only is the thing there, 
which I didn't even really describe to you. I sh- and I should have, I got really scared. It looks like a Dementor from Harry Potter, like that, mm-hmm. that big wispy, tall, skeletal, but very cloaked black figure, very much that. But again, just, you just knew she was a woman and you knew she was feeding off of those kids. So we, we broke up and she was telling me that now I appear in those dreams for not only her, but her three sons of the four who also have those sleep terrors and paralysis that I just show up and I'm there and I'm present and I bring them comfort because the thing that's there knows that she's not there alone. And that actually keeps me up all the time. And it's really fucking intense. (laughs) But kind of beautiful. Was that after your breakup that she told you that you were there kind of protecting her kids? No, it was before our breakup. Okay. So it was while we were still like communicating and stuff. Mm -hmm. But there was some drama, pretty heavy drama that went down unrelated to any of that. (laughs) So... Speaking of fuck racists, part of this connection that really scares me and why I sucked at telling this story. No, you did a great job. (laughs) So part of this complexity is that I have also felt Kitty in a moment where she was certain she was going to physically die. I have felt her not only in that spiritual sense of feeling that entity and that presence of death, but I have felt Kitty in that moment in a physical presence. I'm an activist in our community. Fuck racists all the way. (laughs) And uh, we live in a pretty racist fucking community. I will not ever lie about that. Shout out to Wisconsin as a whole. We were at several protests where shit got real sketch, but one specifically. So as my empath self, right, I was always leading everybody in the sense of the marches and the protests themselves, like in our front truck so that I could just kind of keep tabs on everybody. I could watch over everybody, but also I can tune into everybody and I can understand what everybody's feeling. Are we getting too hot? Are we getting too tired? Do we need to slow down? Is there danger coming? That's my job. I'm the protector. And there was this one protest where we thought for sure we were not going to make it out due to the reaction of some of the people who showed up at our protest. And things got pretty bad pretty quickly. And I was the energy that protected all of us on that plane, at least, right? I'm not saying I was the muscle because I'm not that at all. I'm a pacifist. In (laughs) fact, I've never hit anybody in my life. Don't tell anyone. You can leave that in there, though. (laughs) She's saying that, but guys, she's like huge. She's like six foot. She will stomp you. Yeah. I'm going to crush the watermelon between her thighs. We just watched her do it right now. I'm absolutely all bark, no bite. I am Italian, so I come in loud and louder as my two volumes, but no. I I cry. We're from New Jersey. (laughs) No, I'm not, but my ex is from Bridgeport. So you guys made that comment. So New Jersey. And I was like, I know exactly what you're talking about. (laughs) No, it's like, we're not Italian, but because we're from New Jersey, that's like, we channel it. We were raised by it anyway. Exactly. (laughs) You're born into the culture. (laughs) Absolutely. We are kindred spirits right now because I am that and you are the cultural representation. So I appreciate that. Absolutely. (laughs) I, I, not to interrupt you, but, uh, Jackie and I went out last night to dinner with a couple of friends and like we were in, started in this bar area and then we asked to be seated and they took us to this room that was absolutely silent and we 
all actively shat our pants because we were like, we're not going to be able to be quiet. We're just yeah. a loud group of people. We're going to fill this room. Yeah. I think that was their intention, though. Yeah. yeah they were like, this is a rowdy group. We got to get them out of the way. <laughs> there was eight of us. Well, no, I think because the first we were given the option to sit outside or inside. Oh, no. And it I knew. Sucked out. Yeah. No, I said everyone's so going human. to actively complain so much. and I don't want to hear anybody complain. <laughs> Sweating. Because I don't want to leave my house to like go be around other people who are then like miserable that they also left their house. Like, let's just not leave our fucking houses then. That's what I always say. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to do that. The reason I didn't cancel last night was because I've repeatedly canceled on that group of friends for the last few months. And I was like, if I if I don't actually go, they're just going to stop inviting me. (laughs) And then it was terrible. No, I'm just kidding. It It was fine. It was fun. (laughs) <laughs> it's fine. We didn't scream till everyone else left, so it's fine. Right. Was that Milwaukee, that protest? Uh, no, it was not Milwaukee. It was not. However, I will say that uh, the next the next level of this connection with Kitty actually is Kenosha, the night that oh. Kyle Rittenhouse murdered and mutilated people in the streets. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. That night. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to go with my friends that night to Kenosha, and the only reason I didn't is because I could not find a babysitter. And um, I ran recon for us and our operation from here. And uh, shout out to our most recent episode, actually, which is Racists versus Everybody Else, which is really just a roll call for everybody else. I really talk about like how this happened in this story, but for you guys and for your listeners, I'll, I'll keep it short, but obviously my friends multiple times that night thought that they were going to fucking die and Kitty being one of them. Me being the person that I am was there with them spiritually and energetically protecting my people because that's what I do. At the time, didn't know I was powerful enough to do that the way that I do, but I am. I recognize that in those moments of terror for Kitty, as well as the other friends that I have, that was also a moment of imprinting that sensation of certain death and that feeling of overwhelming helplessness. And helplessness is my biggest, I'm going to get real hippy dippy and just say portal. It's not, it's an energy, it's an emotion, but it's an emotional portal. It's a trigger for me, right? But I use it as a light switch of how I then kick into instinctive protective mode. Mm -hmm. When I do that, sometimes that like leaves a mark on my friends and the people that I I do that for leaves us connected. And I'm really terrible at grounding and I need to meditate more often and I need better weed so that I can focus. (laughs) (laughs) I really recognize that all of these things I have experienced with Kitty previous to this moment of us having this clairvoyant experience, exchange, clear clear visual, clairsentient experience. I believe the reason that I was able to access that dream and to be there with her so presently as well as to future state continue to be present with her sons who have all experienced death. Her one son is an army ranger, which is like the top black book secret society of the army who don't actually work for the government but are absolutely here to protect us. Those guys. So he seen some shit and she's with him in those moments so 
that's kind of where my energy plays. And now that's sort of like how it works, I guess. Thank you for sharing with us. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, as you said in the beginning, this is something you haven't really been able to articulate. Yeah. I think you did it wonderfully. And I really appreciate that you shared this story with us. Yeah. That really was a treat. (laughs) (laughs) I also combat nervousness with humor and just make jokes. What's that bare naked ladies line? I'm the kind of guy that laughs at a funeral. Same. Yes. I'm uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable. I'm laugh. I literally <laughs> all the time yeah. on our show am like laughing as I'm saying these horrifying things that have happened in our society. And I'm like, this is so terrible as I'm just dying hysterically. We yeah. we make jokes constantly about the situation because I think that's the only way that we could. Our coping mechanism. Yeah, absolutely. I don't get to be as optimism prime as I am without cracking a joke here and there when I really just want to cry. Yeah, exactly. If you don't mind explaining what exactly a cosmic witch oh uh, i would be honored absolutely so there are different types of witchcraft to be practiced and shout out to our sup witches episode if y'all aren't familiar with witchcraft and how it works we really kind of go through the entire explanation of craft and what it means witchcraft is truly sincerely a spiritual practice and nothing more excuse me I should have burped into the mic because you said I could do that. Do it. <laughs> Burp right into it. It's okay. I keep blowing it away. I'm like, that's when I go like, I one. know, right? If I get another one, it'll come out. I promise. Cause we don't do that shit on our show. So I should have at least one in my life. It's on my bucket list. <laughs> we really break down the different types and whatever, but witchcraft is all about intention and mindfulness to intentionally do something. I intentionally fill my water bottle, whose name is Grace, (laughs) water that will nourish me and bring me grace, quite literally, grace to move freely, to fluidly flow through my life, through the challenges and through the gifts that the universe brings me, all of that. Okay. I intentionally do that. And this is my magic. That's magic. That's witchcraft. It isn't Harry Potter. It isn't platform nine and three quarters as much as I fucking wish that it was. It's just not. Okay. (laughs) And again, that's in our episode, but a cosmic witch specifically is somebody who pulls their power from astrology, from the moon and the stars and the other planets and the universe, anything out there. My name is Celeste, which is a version of celestial derived from. I have a celestial pendant because this is the thing that keeps me connected to my highest and truest self. I pull all of the things that make me feel so sincerely powerful so that I can stand by myself if I have to as a small white woman saying fuck Christopher Columbus and anybody who has a problem with me saying that as well as starting bar fights in bumfuck United States with people who say the n-word because they feel like it's safe to do so in the presence of other white people. I am not the type of person to just be able to charge into that situation normally but shit when I'm connected to my highest self and to that universal power that knows the difference between good versus evil. And in that moment, I am the difference of good versus evil. I will absolutely do what I need to, to stand up for that shit. And that's my magic. That just made my nipples hard. (laughs) (laughs) That was beautiful. That's how my story was supposed to sound like powerful. Like that's how my story is, but I got scared. I have goosebumps. Look yeah. Oh, little geese bumpies. Yeah. Shout out to Danielle from Geese Bumps in our asexual episode. My favorite episode, Ooh. I swear to God. 
<laughs> not to uh piggyback and then shout out our own episodes also on our episodes <laughs> do it we do it all the time self promo get it girl if we don't do it no one else will right <laughs> uh, after listening to taboos and talking about witchcraft you can head over and listen to our whole summer series where we talk about the idea of witches from different continents Ooh! and around the world yeah yeah we and did the, a whole thing about yes! covering witches female from around the genocide world. Yes! essentially yeah basically yeah. gender side it's yeah. all gender side <laughs> um it absolutely is and uh here's me plugging this upcoming week's episode which is our first feminist episode about pockets hey, hey! <laughs> i did vote for pockets on twitter i was like i want to know about pockets yeah, tell me it. why i can't have hi girl tell me you're gonna be pissed just you wait um Ugh. but i really appreciate that we actually are also going to do i practice a lot of brujaria we are going to do an episode about that which is witchcraft but in hispanic culture specifically more mexican mm-hmm. geared mm-hmm. i kind of came up with this woman who i call my i call mama she's my spiritual mother mm-hmm. and i just i love her so much and she's the whitest lady besides me and she is like absolutely entrenched in hispanic culture she is so fluent she actually was in the mexican cartel for a minute no lie just a minute she had two different boyfriends and then one of them died because the other one made sure that they died and then the other one died in a a car explosion but Neither was her fault, so I just need you to know that. I don't blame her. <laughs> yeah, no. I don't. She. I don't know her. She herself. Her. So if she ever hears this episode, I need her to know that her vagina is not cursed, and she does not have the power to kill people with her pussy. Uh-huh. Mama, I, I love wish. you. I wish. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't we all though? Like, <laughs> I'm kidding. I mean, I know mine's pretty powerful, and she's capable of some great shit, but I don't want her to be killing people. <laughs> I mean, I can make a list. I'm kidding. I don't need that energy in me. No, thank you. She just needs to give us names. This is a side. This is a completely side story. This just reminded me of it. I one time was joking around and drew a picture of this six foot, not six foot, six story tall woman and her, her vagina was a uh, a tornado like thing that could like suck in things like a vacuum i think we called her vahilda for some reason vahilda. we need to make her a golem we do <laughs> just put a dyson up there yeah amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals from courses to help you attain or retain certification to individualized coaching services to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen management concepts optimizes your professional development online in person individually or groups it's training that's measurably better learn more at managementconcepts.com that's managementconcepts.com Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And the reason I specifically asked you about witchcraft, in our witch episode, we ended with modern witches. Mm-hmm. And the idea, I think I came to the conclusion at that time that modern witchcraft basically comes down to, you know, feminism with a really nice 
like twist to it, like a really nice come together. And I enjoy that aspect of it. I would call myself very much still a very, very baby, baby witch Mm -hmm. because in the sense that I don't know how I like to practice. I know that for the most part for myself, I've considered my shadow work, me going to therapy because that is working on my demons. Don't ever let anybody take that from you ever. Shadow work is therapy. Spiritual healing, 1,000%. And then just setting, like, intentions like that. Because I'll be honest, I don't know if I truly believe in, like, the crystals Mm -hmm. working and things like that. But I always take that as if I don't believe in it, like therapy, if I don't put in, if I don't put buy into it, it's not going to come back. I do have a cinnamon broom above my door that I need to replace and, like, knock on wood, which is also a Nordic thing, but... I believe that's kept COVID out of my house. (laughs) Dead ass. Um, I had a cinnamon broom and I replaced it, but I didn't actually replace it. Shout out to my ADHD. And I got COVID. (gasps) See, I don't know. The cinnamon broom. I think I'm going to burn it too. I think we're going to do a ceremony for the old ones. Yeah. You should should do it under a full moon just to really bleach that shit out. Make sure that nothing that was caught in it stays because who knows what. I mean, I don't know how long you had it, but that shit. It's probably holding something. It'd be a year, yeah, coming Oh, yeah, yeah definitely do it. that under a full moon. I don't know yeah. what moon is coming up. I'd have to check, but it doesn't matter. A full moon is when you do your releasing, so that is yeah. the correct time to do that. I really appreciate what you said, actually, about modern-day witchcraft being a very feminist, pro-feminist movement. I absolutely believe that it is. And I just want to, like, clarify to maybe if your listeners don't know what feminism is and and... I would hope not. How'd they get this far? How'd you get this far? (laughs) Who are you? (laughs) Where did you come from? Are you lost? (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm not making fun of you. No, no, no. Oh, girl. Girl, you cannot. We're making fun of other people. I know. (laughs) Welcome to Taboos, where I constantly make fun of ignorant people because they're ignorant, but also try to help them because I feel bad that they're fucking ignorant because I'm a Gemini and I have to do both. (laughs) I have to make fun of you, but also help you because I'm a sadist, but a good person. Um, we're gonna we're gonna have to have a conversation with you about our signs after and see what happens see what you come up with okay magic i really go into this definition actually in this upcoming packets episode because again shout out to our first feminist episode i really always take the approach of explaining feminism like i have always explained it to my seven-year-old through the a kid's book about feminism which really breaks it down to quite literally equity right i know that you ladies Mm -hmm. know that but I really think that a lot of people hear the term feminism and jump immediately to the eradication of men. And I'm Mm -hmm. not cool with that perception because men also have men suck. Sometimes that's real, right? All men is a real concept, even though all men is not applicable. It is not a one size fits all rule, but we have to pretend that it is because otherwise we get serial killed, raped, or our children get stolen. That's what happens. I really recognize that in order for us to move beyond that place, men have to be able to have a safe space to talk about the shit that men have to deal with too. Because men deal with so much shit that we don't talk about that is erosive to our entire species. Because who's controlling the show? The men who are causing all the problems for all of us, other men included. And I don't think that that's a perspective that men realize when we women say shit about feminism because, bro, I'm not here just because I have a vagina. I'm here because also you are getting fucked left and right because you can't talk about your mental health and you are fucked because of child support or what the fuck ever. It doesn't matter. There are so many things that our society does to keep 
all of us down and feminism is the cure for that cancer. It's not all men in the sense that because I'm not going to say it's not all men, but it's not all men in the sense that every individual man actively shows signs of misogyny. Correct. But it's the same way that not everyone shows active signs of racism. You inherently, even us women, mm-hmm. even, you know, women identifying people show signs of misogyny because we have been brought up in a patriarchal society. Oh, absolutely. What we deem as norms, mm-hmm. at least when it comes to me and feminism, and I say like "fuck man," it's a general statement. Oh, I absolutely, fuck everybody too. Yeah, but I don't blame every single man for every problem I have, but I do blame the societal norms, and unless we identify them, there's no way to change them. Oh, absolutely, and it's the same goes for any issue within our society: racism, patriarchy. Uh, classism is another huge one a lot of it's like the the trifecta of this is like my soapbox excuse me no no no, i'm so here for this because i have i have a little step stool to offer to like heighten the thank you ready with another step stool so please if we break down any of those three and actually like eradicate them the rest will fall i actually i would like to offer there's actually a totally You are right. But one step farther, the actual thing that needs to break is capitalism. That is the only answer. For me, at least, I I put capitalism in the basket of classism. But it's higher than that because all of it comes down to the money. All of it does. Mm -hmm. All of it. Yeah. Every single aspect of it because it all comes down to how are we controlling the money? Allie and I have this argument all the time because she thinks that this is like my tinfoil hat moment and it's not. This is just me being very aware of the shit, right? Because I can see it. I can literally see how it's functioning. That's just where I am. That is my ability. That is my clairvoyance. That's my gift, right? And I really just recognize that it all, abortion, why? Weed, why? Because it's all about the money. It's all about fear. It's all about control. It's all about power, which comes down to land, education, and money. Those are the only three power structures that exist. You are correct on all of your buckets, undoubtedly, but Mm -hmm. below those buckets, the machine that runs is capitalism. And that's what needs to fall. And I don't even mean, Mm. I don't even necessarily mean as our government, because I mean, we aren't a capitalistic society, and yet we absolutely are. We just don't Mm. call it that because we're ignorant, and we don't talk about it that way. But hello, welcome to America. And (laughs) and also taboos, where I say this all the time. So if I'm not supposed to say this on your show, I'm so sorry. Oh, (laughs) no. We we call Joe Rogan Toe Rogan. (laughs) We listen to Asan Piker so much, I just quote him. (laughs) Like Poo Poo Bennett. magic i love that and i really i appreciate this conversation like so much i really do thank you no thank Thank you you. yeah what a treat this is a trick-or-treat this is amazing (laughs) i'm so glad i dressed up for this my (laughs) makeup's still okay am i still looking fresh gorgeous you're glowing fix my tie okay i'm back (laughs) okay yeah capitalism it just sucks and there really is a difference between internalized capitalism and external capitalism, right? And external capitalism is all the money and all the things that we touch and talk about in our credit scores, which is all, again, part of the machine. It is the battery that keeps it running. 
But then there's the internal capitalism that, excuse me, internalized capitalism that is the way that we associate our worth as human beings to a dollar amount. That dictates what we are capable of. That dictates our health care. That dictates our education. That dictates where we live. That's fucked. That's so fucked. And that is how they keep us in our little lanes. That's how, that's how we stay complacent. And that is, again, the juice that goes into the battery to keep it all running. And then all of the umbrellas that you brought up absolutely function as part of the machine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's my soapbox little addition. <laughs> it's, it's very nice. Thank you. I like the doily you have Thank on you. it. It's very Thank nice. You. Thank you for sharing the stage with me. I'm honored to be here. Like this moment is so proud for me. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not playing you off. Okay. No. I, have, I was princess waving the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> So that was fun. Uh, we talked about my fucking sleep paralysis demon and capitalism. <laughs> oh, that's what I, I was going to text my mom to see if she's ever had sleep paralysis. I never considered that. Yeah. Ja- yeah. Jack, Jackie's had it during high stress. I just have high stress dreams that I have no control over. I'm not a lucid dreamer. Mm, I yep. have absolutely no control. I've been so bad to the point where I, I've said to myself, this must be a dream, and then convinced myself it wasn't. Like, that's how much of a not lucid dreamer I am. I mean, dreams are a powerful thing, girl. I, mm-hmm. I can't, I am not a dream expert. I honestly, I have so many of my own fucked up experiences and dreams and shit mm-hmm. that I don't know is real or isn't real or if it was a dream or wasn't a dream. And then I wake up with bruises and I'm like, oh, that definitely matches where I got hit in the face last night in that dream. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's real or not. You know what I mean? Like just crazy experiences like that. Yeah. My personal belief, at least about dream interpretation with no evidence, is that your your dreams can only be interpreted with the way you usually think. So if you don't think symbolically already, you're not going to have a symbolic dream. You're going to have a very straightforward dream where I when I was younger, I had a lot of symbolic dreams. But now I would say less. I feel like it's tightened up a little bit. Yeah, I feel like it's very blatant when I'm stressed out about and it's just telling me. <laughs> I think that's fascinating. I, I think that's a fascinating yeah. perspective. I had a dream. I'm getting married. Congrats. Thank you. I had a dream last night that it was the wedding day and I just didn't do the centerpieces. Like I just didn't make centerpieces. And Eric was in the car with us. I have a friend, Eric. And he handed me these like small miniature scarecrow figures. And he's like, just put these in the middle of the table. And I looked at them. I'm like, there's not enough. Also, why do you have them? (laughs) That's cute. So that means your friends are ready to rally. Yeah. It might not be exactly what you envisioned, but it's going to get done. It's going to get done. I actually have a totally different. I I love this. I have a totally different perspective on dreams, actually, in my spiritual sense and self and my research and journey. So I I am a Reiki healer. Uh, I've done several journeys with shamans. I have done dream journeys. So I think everything that you just said is such a fascinating perspective. Absolutely. And I think true to an extent. Without question. Yeah. Because your your consciousness, which is an active part of your brain when you are a certain level of dreaming, can only recall so much. 
So mm-hmm. you're right. It's grabbing from the things that you are thinking about. It's pulling from all these concepts around you to create an image that you yourself can identify as the message or the movie or the whatever you want to call it, but the little notification that your brain is playing for you at night, right? Like we've all seen Inside Out, that kind mm-hmm. of concept of, of that drop the orb and it plays and the bubble mint gum song plays. And okay. I really, really appreciate Inside Out for the context that it brings to children in identifying their emotions, especially as a kid who wasn't talk to about emotions. Emotions in my house made me selfish. Everybody else gets to talk about their feelings, but not me. Also, because I'm the empath, so I'm absorbing everybody else's feelings, and then I can't talk about them because it makes me selfish. And the only thing I'm allowed to feel is happy. So inside out for me as a mom, trying to navigate how to connect with my kid about feelings that I've never talked to about with anybody because I've never been allowed to. That was a really great movie to kind of bridge that gap for me. But yeah, fuck Disney. Otherwise. (laughs) Do you, do you like reality TV shows? Um, no, actually I don't because I can more often than not sense, I can more often than not sense the people on the show And, uh, I really recognize that reality TV is specifically set to pull a specific energy type because it draws attention. And, um, Mm. I don't always feel comfortable around energy that is out to just be out for the sake of attention. Mm. Um, because that's how people get like greedy. That's how people get arrogant and full of themselves and like fame, right? Like I'm not even saying Mm. I'm anti-celebrity. That's not it, but it's, it's what, what happens to the people on the bachelor, right? They all get their hopes up, their dreams up that they're going to be the thing and they're going to live the fucking magazine life. And we're all going to look at them in awe the rest of their lives because they got the fucking rose or the ringer. I would love to hear your intake on our sides we're not huge astrology people sure. very recently okay. and it's i hate i hate to be this way we're one of those people who's like if there's nothing else to, else to blame why just not blame astrology yeah no absolutely I girl i do the, the same shit day. but i do it with my oracle readings where i'm like what is going on let's just pull some <laughs> goddesses and see what they have to say and then i'm like oh okay that explains some shit <laughs> i literally live my life like that <laughs> <laughs> I specifically do it with technology when it's not working. I'm like, Mars must be doing something. Mars Mercury is who? My life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they're doing, but I blame it on the planets. I'm like, the planets must be doing something. <laughs> Real, and they usually are. So there. Yeah, they just do a lot. There's a lot of them to do stuff. So. Real. <laughs> my favorite meme is it's a picture of two friends and they're talking and it's like, what's going on? And the other friend is like, I'm, I'm blaming it on the moon. And the moon looks back and is like, it's capitalism, bitch. <laughs> because honestly, in my existence, it is one or the other. I am not going to lie. <laughs> I love that. Actually, I want that as a shirt. <laughs> I support you. I will buy one if you make it. Okay. So Jackie, you want to give all your, you want to give your rundown? Uh, yeah, just the big three. Yeah, right. just the big. I don't yeah. know the other ones offhand. Okay. So yeah, just I'm the big a, three. I'm a Sag Sun, okay. Pisces Moon, and a Scorpio ascending. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, you, oh, you complicated little thing. I'm gonna be really transparent about it. I'm not as good at guessing, and here's why: because as my empath self, I am also a Pisces Moon, 
And that is really where all of my empathness comes from is my Pisces mm-hmm. self. So I have a very hard time accurately reading people's energy because I am literally reading from the most sensitive spot that I have, which isn't a bad thing, but it is, um, for people who live in either their sun or in their rising, like, and are presenting as not their true moon sign, which is what I gravitate toward as a cosmic witch. I reckon, I mean, specifically I draw power from the moon. I recognize that I'm just not good at guessing because I, I just am not, yeah, I'm is- not good at it. <laughs> No, it's totally fine. <laughs> so I, I guess more what I was asking is, ba- and if if you're comfortable, yeah, I just right. forced this no, on you, which no. was really rude of me no, when let's I think try. about it. I'm curious. As no, no, no. As as Jackie has announced what mm-hmm. she is, what's some insight that maybe you can give her? Oh, okay, yeah, I to love this help game. Her a little bit. Oh, to ah, help her. Yeah. Okay, ah, to help her be ah. a better be a better Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> I think Jackie's amazing. Uh, listen, don't be impulsive. <laughs> <laughs> and i answer not- no <laughs> don't tell me what to do <laughs> i mean okay so that's absolutely your scorpio fucking self so yeah. <laughs> that is so your scorpio self i'm actually curious are you a sunset you said sunset okay yeah are you a hyper organized sag or are you a hyper disorganized sag i feel like i have my shit together but i'm not precise like organized chaos. Yes. Okay. She believes everything. I'm I'm sorry, I'm cutting in. No, go for she it. She believes you know everything me. has a place. Like for example, if oh, yeah. I'm in her kitchen, everything has a place in her kitchen. However, that place might change in a week, but it does have a place. Sure. Yeah, I move my stuff around frequently, but there's a there's a place that I just I've decided I well, I find where places should belong and sometimes that changes. Chaos neutral. So super okay. type A where something needs to stay. Sure. Mm-hmm. Because if something better comes along, I'm going to change to do that. But only on my terms. <laughs> only on your terms, definitely. And that Scorpio yeah. side is really going to fight for that because stubborn as fuck. <laughs> yeah. You can laugh at me. You can I'm, laugh I'm, I'm, I am. I know. <laughs> I am. Wait, you can think this is funny. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I do. I think it's funny. <laughs> I like her getting told by not me. <laughs> She's like, I've been telling her for 15 fucking years. That's amazing. I don't listen to you either. <laughs> yeah. I bet, though, that even though you are with your, I'm, I'm assuming, with your Pisces moon and also your Sag sun, that even though chaos neutral is your favorite that you actually find a sense of security in it which you crave because you need to feel safe as a pisces moon yeah i definitely have comfort and like codependency Mm -hmm. that's very pisces moon thing not not in a bad way at all that is just our little love bug nature honestly more than anything our ability to flow through Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com and be comfortable and fluid in any space as long as it brings us serenity 
that's a Pisces moon for sure. Yeah. The key there is just making sure that it's not a, to my own detriment. Correct. Which is where you're, which is why I was like, damn out. girl, that Scorpio really killed you. You were like on a really nice, really nice <laughs> yeah. track. I was like, Oh, so, so beautiful. <laughs> so much positive flow. And then you were like fire. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Just <laughs> threw a bunch of screws in the road and drove right over them. <laughs> Love it. Oh. Oh yeah, just wait for Meg. Okay, oh, I'm you're so ready. How did I do though? Was that was that okay? Yeah, was I pretty oh, accurate. Definitely. No, yeah. I I know who I am. Yeah, I think that's pretty accurate. <laughs> okay, I don't know who you are, uh, <laughs> so I'm asking for no, no, no. But I'm not like I'm not mad at you. Okay. And I love when people are able to pull out those little nuggets. Yeah, She's just I'm never like... going to talk to you again. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, I understand. No, that ain't me. I talk. Yeah. <laughs> so I am a Cancer Sun. Hey, okay. I'm a Scorpio moon and I'm an Aries rising. Oh, damn. (laughs) She's fucking terrifying. (laughs) Okay. Okay. um, I'm just going to sit here for a second, collect myself. Okay. Um, That's a lot of intenseness. So do you have like a temper maybe? Yeah, but it's directed inward. It's a quiet, yeah, it's a very quiet temper okay. is the scary thing. Okay. If I'm real angry, I get real quiet mm-hmm. is the problem. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it like, if I say the term like hate force, is that a thing for you? Do you hate force things? Uh, I love to hate things. It's my favorite. Okay. Actually. Okay. <laughs> That's why I have a podcast. <laughs> I love to hate myself. So I listen to myself do it weekly. <laughs> I mean, there is a lot of, there is a lot of, um, yeah, internalized hatred for myself as well. Same, same. Which, yeah. <laughs> That's why I do it. Why I I'm do. going to therapy. Exactly. Right. Get my shadow work yeah. and I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I need, I need to shout out your cancer son. Cancer sons are my favorite. My alley girl is a cancer son and oh, I just, my best friend in the whole world. Yes. I love cancer sons. I think that y'all are so beautiful in your ability to just mold and fit with the people you're meant to fit with. I love that cancers really have the ability to identify when it clicks and when it doesn't. I, as a Gemini, don't have that. If somebody plays to one side of me or the other, like I'm in, I'm like, okay, cool. You got my, you got my elephant side. Love that. You got my, my hyena side. Now I'm invested. Like I don't have the ability like a cancer does to say, oh, I don't fuck with that. I don't like that. And move on. Like I admire the fuck out of cancers for being able to do that. So it's, it's really funny you say that. And I thought it was more after having the traumatic experience of going through like a mentally abusive relationship. Mm-hmm. I can it's it's a gift and a curse. It always is. Can tell that someone's toxic maybe after a few times meeting them mm-hmm. and will be like, I don't like them. But it's hard for someone like Jackie because I don't have words the words to be like I don't have any examples but I'll be like I don't like that person you know what I say I'm dead ass serious I do this all the time because as a human lie detector which I literally am I have this I have this exact what you're talking about and I always tell my daughter my stomach said so when she's like how do you know my stomach said so my stomach said you're lying my stomach said that person's not good that's and it's not the right answer but in those moments when I don't know how else to tell you I just fucking no my stomach mm-hmm. said so and i think you should teach your kids to trust oh, gut. why trust wouldn't your we? gut it's not yeah. even that yeah. it's 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 an intuition it's intuition 
Why wouldn't we teach mm-hmm. our, why wouldn't we teach ourselves to listen to our own bodies? I am not going to listen to 8,000 people out there. Tell me what's good for my body. When my body says, girl, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Why would I do that? And then there's all, this isn't me saying anything about anything specifically medical. Cause I'm not getting into that, but I am saying as somebody who is physically very sensitive to foreign chemicals as in caffeine or as in like Vyvanse, like for my ADHD, I've tried that shit. Like I have tried to take pharmaceuticals and I just, they don't work with my body because my body is telling me if I take those things, it's interfering with the actual process my physical being is supposed to do, to function the way that I function, to heal the way that I heal, to be able to do those things. And does that mean I get sick? Of course it does. I'm a human fucking being. But I don't need 8,000 people telling me, okay, well, the side effects of this are this, this, and maybe death. Okay, cool. Or I could sit with my hand on my heart and my stomach and take some deep breaths and meditate that I'm going to move beyond this. And guess what? Tomorrow it's over. Mm-hmm. Why would I why would I do that? That's so stupid. And I don't understand why we don't teach our children or each other or ourselves to really respect your body like that. We always talk about respecting your body and making other people respect your body and your feelings and your emotions because you can see those things. You can't see my energy and my spirit, but I can tell you if you offend it, you will know it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you will fucking know it. Your ancestors will know it. Your grandchildren will know it forever. You will have that karmic fucking responsibility, that fucking karmic interest that you will pay on wasting my energy, disrespecting my spirit. That is a real thing. That is something that I'm not saying we have to talk about all the time, but like, why wouldn't we, why wouldn't we even talk about it in our personal relationships? I guess is more of what I'm saying. We don't, I'm not saying we have to like get on Oprah and talk about Talk about like the tax that came when my ex-boyfriend did whatever, whatever, whatever. There will be tax though. I am just saying (laughs) like, why is it wrong to talk about that amongst ourselves and each other to normalize the experience? Because when I was going through this shit and I was going through it 100% by myself, I literally thought I was losing my mind. I literally thought I was crazy. I asked everybody all the time. And in the world that I live in, people told me I was crazy. And then I had to sit with myself thinking to myself, shit, girl, you are crazy. You just saw this thing appear in your fucking bathroom that you know is terrible and it looked dead into your soul and you know exactly what it is and it killed your cat and you don't have to deal with that now. That's a crazy fucking thing to say. It is a crazy fucking experience. <laughs> it is not normal, okay? And yet I can't talk to anybody about it because we don't talk about it. It's not a safe thing to talk about. And I don't know why. Because this is my body and I'm so proud of it. And I'm so proud that I could see the thing, which actually uh, was a different sleep paralysis demon because now apparently I just attract them. It was my ex. <laughs> That's fine. Um, That's my ex, for you. My, my <laughs> ex-boyfriend and twin flames ghost girlfriend is the thing that killed my cat. <sighs> it's a good time. That's a different Halloween story probably, but okay. <laughs> Next year. Next, Next time. year, call me back. <laughs> Come back to this house, okay? I'll have candy yeah. and margaritas yeah. and a blunt and it'll be great. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I just really recognize that 
if we don't normalize these experiences for ourselves and for each other, we're never going to be able to heal on a grand scale. Like some of us might, Mm -hmm. some of us will get to this place of recognizing yourselves and healing and the inner child work that comes with it and the shadow work and forever trying to continue your ascension of your highest self because it's what's good for you. I don't know why we wouldn't talk about that. Yeah. No differently than we talk about success as it relates to money or love or what the fuck ever you're passionate about. Like, why can't I just be passionate about being happy with myself on whatever fucking plane I want to be happy with myself? I think it's also a lot of people have this urge and it makes sense. It's sometimes a survival technique to be right. Oh, absolutely. So, and I always tell people like, and especially what we do with paranormal things, there's such a wide variety of what people can Mm -hmm. believe in and especially us interviewing or doing something it doesn't matter if we believe in ghost or believe in clairvoyancy or believe in this we can give examples of how it might affect Mm -hmm. you but we're not going to tell you what to believe and I think a lot of people should just go in with the feeling of I believe that they believe that right I believe that they believe that Mm -hmm. so it has nothing to do with me so I don't have to prove them right so if I hear your story And I'm not saying I feel this way. I hear your story. I'm like, damn, she's crazy. Let me tell her what it is. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, no, I believe she believes that. Mm -hmm. And I believe she believes she had that experience. And then we can have a conversation from there. Because I can't, it's not fair that I take something away from somebody else, especially when they're trying to describe an experience. That mentality is absolutely victim blaming built into the way that we talk about life experiences. Honestly, it, Mm -hmm. it is, which I don't appreciate at all and pisses me off actually daily (laughs) (laughs) constantly all the fucking time um again as somebody who grew up not being able to talk about her life experiences and i have my whole life had these experiences shit i can't explain shout out to our love drug dealer episode which is actually my spiritual journey it's about love and twin flames and soulmates and religion versus spirituality it's our first spiritual episode. It's a little bit longer, but it's really important context to really go on the journey that I go on. So I love it mm-hmm. and I'm really proud of it. But in that, I really recognize if I had the ability to talk to an adult the way that I talk to my daughter about her abilities and her powers and my ability and my powers and what I believe in and magic and intention and mindfulness and all the spiritual beliefs that I have of source and all the things that just really make my insides feel whole and light up with intention and purpose and divinity. Why would I ever deny her the opportunity to explore her own divinity? That's stupid. I don't like that at all. And I don't like when people try to do that to others. And I'm not saying religion is all bad because it's certainly not. I am just saying that I recognize the difference primarily that I took away from that episode being that I think people really can't wrap their head around spirituality because it's formless. There's no set there's no set of rules that identify me as a good person because I am loving my neighbor and not sleeping with his wife and 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 the other whatever fucking commandments or whatever. I can't think about it. <laughs> no, no, those are the two. Okay, that's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah, don't fuck your neighbor's wives. Don't fuck your neighbor's wives and don't kill people. Unless unless yeah. you're invited and you bring over a cast. Everybody's consenting. Rules. It's Ooh, a good time. There's champagne. Then it's different, but I agree completely. Yeah. Um but I just really recognize that that set of rules isn't present. And 
that is really scary to people. Sometimes there's no way to tell if I'm a good person or not because I don't have the same quote unquote rules to follow, but you can tell if I'm a good person because you listen and I'm empathetic. And because I didn't steal your wallet or fuck your wife or, or, or like (laughs) I'm a good person because I'm proving I'm a good person because I'm out here doing good things because I don't fuck with anybody because I live in myself and in my love and light. And I stand for what I believe in. Like, how could I possibly be wrong or bad for doing those things? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So after you gave us that serious answer, <laughs> we're going to throw a dick question at you. Oh, I Ready? love dick questions. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> if you were given the consensual opportunity, would you have sex with a ghost? <gasps> okay. All things aside, all yes. scary, demonic, possessive, possession, all the things, all scary fucking supernatural Dean and Sam Winchester must then come and rescue me, which is not, if that's part of the deal, then we can reevaluate the question again and, and I can answer yes. more appropriately, but all things aside, yes, absolutely. I would. Exactly. I absolutely Thank would. You. I absolutely want to know what it's like to ride ghost stick. I really do. Yes. I really fucking do. I want to feel that right? sensation. I'm very curious. My soul needs to know in a yeah. way. But it would have to be like yeah. a good ghost. It would have to be like a fine ass ghost. It would have to be. Oh, yeah. It'd have to be like a prime time experience. There would have to be like all the orgasms on every plane. Otherwise, like, yeah. I just like want my my time back, I think. <laughs> That's the same as having sex with a living person. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, the same expectations yeah. apply, except, yeah, right? except <laughs> in every dimension. And you see how I like things. If you're in this yeah. room, you know how I like my body. If you don't show up liking my body the way that I like my body, bro, you got to go. Yeah. yeah. Get out of here. You don't, get to, you don't get to haunt my bedroom. <laughs> With my toys no. and I, and then not know how to fucking take care of it. <laughs> and then not You're know like, what to I do. I can do it myself. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Thank you. You're just taking up space. <laughs> Your little Sweating astrophysical self. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Was that an acceptable answer? Yes. yes okay. Of course. I love it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's, it's you. What, would you ladies have sex with a ghost? Was that? Yes. Of okay. course. Yeah. Every time. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, yep, um, repeat. Yeah, right. Maybe he's on like Tinder for ghosts. I know, right? (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on. This is such a great time. Oh my god. And by coming on, I mean we came to your door. (laughs) Thank you for entertaining us. Thanks for coming over to my house. And thank you for having me so much. This was so fun. Before we go, could you just shout out where we could find taboos if we want to listen or interact? Yes, I would absolutely love to. And thank you for the space to do so. You can find us on Twitter or Instagram at Taboos the Pod. We are just Taboos on Facebook. You can also find us at Taboos Podcast on TikTok. We are getting our content up on there and super dope. I'm really excited. As well as you can always reach out to us with any taboo topic suggestions or if you would like to be a taboo topic subject matter expert, you can reach out to us at taboospodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> oh wait we also have a website i totally forgot taboos oh, podcast no. taboos the pod.com boom Woo. i always fuck it up we're not good at outros i know no, it's i mean Let's same see, we literally i literally look up at the ceiling try to remember everything and look at jackie go is that it did i do it did i do it <laughs> are you ready you're gonna watch it right I'm now i'm so here for it go 
<laughs> okay, first off, thank you for thank you for coming. So thank our guests. We would also like to thank our Patreon donors. Thank you, Mike and Juline. If you would like to be a Patreon donor, go to our link tree or go to patreon.com slash ladies fright. You can join different tiers. Tier one, get your name shouted out. Tier two, you get your name shouted out plus bloopers. Tier three, name shout out bloopers, as well as exclusive access to our episodes of Smutter Butter, which is a paranormal smut podcast. <laughs> Well, smart writing podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're writing a paranormal smut novella. Yeah. <laughs> I'm obsessed with this. It's so good. I we might have just gotten a new Patreon donor. I know, I'm so excited about this. <laughs> and you'll also get exclusive reading episodes from Glenn Nuzzles of Nuzzle House Podcast. If you donate $15, our highest tier, not only do you get a name shout out, a blooper, as well as access to ex- uh, exclusive access to Smutter Butter, but we will make a $5 donation in your name to Rain, which is for victims of rape and abuse. Every month. Every month. I'll double that because we also have an episode about consent and specifically Rain is a lot of the research, so... I will match that for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. We'll tell you once someone actually gives into that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but also, shout out to our consent episode because it's fucking amazing. It's probably my best work. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I, I'm not going to lie. I got the idea to donate to Rain after listening <gasps> to that episode. Oh, my heart. Really? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, I knew about Rain, but after all the information, I was like, it, it's really a great place that we should just donate to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so honored to hear that. Thank you for telling me that. No <laughs> No problem. I love it. (laughs) So we would also like to thank Alex Price for mixing and our theme music. Thanks to Josh for additional music. And thanks to our editor. (laughs) Mysterious editor. Our mysterious editor who shall not be named. Uh, if you would like to listen to us, you can go to our link tree and you can find all the places that we are listed. If you'd like to interact with us, you can email ladiesfright at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok if you search Ladies Fright or Ladies Fright Pod. I don't remember which. <laughs> it's a mixed bag. One will work. It is. Yeah. It really is. <laughs> You'll find us. You'll find us. You know what? Commitment's hard. Someone even say it's taboo. Well, who knows? <laughs> we can it's do an episode opposite. about commitment. Hey! Yay! <laughs> but sometimes donating every month is hard. So if you'd like to give a one-time donation, you can go to our link tree or go to buymeacoffee.com slash ladiesfright. Okay, let's take this away. Because this is Ladies Fright. Oh, oh we're on a fight! <laughs> Woo! Yay! With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, only by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.